live. Welcome, everybody. Football is live. Friday, November 18th, episode 37. How's everybody doing today? I am here. Uh, this is Ethan, and I'm here today, of course, with Nat. Hello, everyone. Behind the sticks today is our DJ, Matt. Oh, hello. And we have a very special guest today as well. What is up, everybody? My name is Connor. How's everyone doing today? We are so happy to have you uh, uh, joining Football's Life today, Connor. Yeah, I'm happy here, to be here. You're on WECB, the Underground Sound of Emerson College. You want to tell tell everyone a little more about yourself? Tell, yeah. Yeah, sure. So, um, I am a second semester junior here at Emerson College. Um, originally from Bergen County, New Jersey. Um, and until recently, I uh, have been playing on the Emerson men's soccer team here at the school, um, which has been incredible. We just had our best season in program history this year, so that was a really fun, incredible ride. Yeah, what an incredible season. Absolutely electric. Semifinal going all the way to penalties. Anything else you want to say about 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 what that was like? Yeah, I mean, that was an incredible experience. I was actually... Um, up in the Tufty Television Studio filming for um, Box Score's uh, Quest for the Cup World Cup special. Yep. And so I actually had to sprint in my full suit all the way from Tufty down to Roch to make it down there in time for those that overtime and penalty kicks. Mm -hmm. Thought I messed it up because I walked in, and right as I walked in, MIT had scored to put us down 3-2. And I was like, oh, no, there's, oh, no, no. Way I, there's no way I messed this up for everybody. Um. And then saw a senior, one of my best friends on the team, Bo Feekins, score his first career goal to tie the game in overtime, which was incredible, tied at 3-3. And then our goalkeeper, Ethan Fitzsimmon, made made two incredible saves in the penalty shootout to get us there. And it was just one of the most incredible nights of my life, for sure. Yeah, definitely surreal. Um, uh, I was covering the game, uh, and my adrenaline was super high for for the rest of the night and and pretty much all Friday that day but uh, let's let's get right into the World Cup is starting in just two days I'm so hyped uh it 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 feels uh it feels surreal it that this World Cup is actually happening um it feels like it's it was so long ago uh that it was announced that it was going to be in Qatar, and like, yes, the, uh, we could talk a lot about how uh, it was horrible, uh, uh, how this tournament was handed out, and uh, the stadium, how the stadiums were getting built. But they look amazing. I'm ready to watch soccer. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> it's it's the human rights violation. Is <laughs> the stadium it, looks good. Yeah. Um, no, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's let's get so uh, let's get right into this. We all made brackets. We're gonna let's go. Let's go. Uh, we're gonna go. Let's go group by group, and we'll go over. Each of us will say who we think um, is going to move on. So so let's start with uh, Group A. Group A. We have n the Netherlands, Qatar, Senegal, and Ecuador. Uh, this group, uh, 
major news coming out recently that Sadio Mane will not be involved in the World Cup after he picked up a late injury in his last game with Bayern Munich. Does that change things? Connor, what are, what are your thoughts on Group A? Who's moving on? Yeah, I mean, first of all, heartbreaking news about Sadio Mane. I mean, he has been enjoying life in the Bundesliga this season with Bayern, has made the transition seamlessly from Liverpool to Bayern, looked like the same player there that he was for Liverpool, and honestly, Liverpool have really looked like they've missed him this season. Um, but anyways, him out of the way, now that he's out of the picture for this group, I think that fundamentally changes things for this Senegal squad. Um, I don't see another prolific goal scorer in this Senegal team, The at least at the caliber that a player like Sadio Mane is. Um, and I worry if they're going to rely on somebody like Ismaila Sar as their primary target going forward. Um, I know they're going to be solid at the back with Koulibaly and Mendy, but I really worry about this Senegal team's ability to score goals now. And I think that's actually moved them, in my mind, from second in this group to third in this group because I actually now like Ecuador Ecuador finishing second over Senegal and Netherlands winning the group. Okay, so I, for a second I thought we were going to be on the same page. I I do have – and uh, it, I put Senegal finishing third in the group uh, before Sadio Mane got injured. I already thought that they were going to finish third, and that is because – of the said that the second place team in Group A is going to be Cutter. The host nation always wow. does better than expected. Um, they're playing with this is an exciting team. This team recently, when they got invited to play in the Gold Cup and the Copa and Copa America, they had success. They also are the rain. I believe they're uh, they're the reigning. Asian Cup, uh, or 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 they won. They recently you know, they won they, an Asian Cup. Yeah, yeah. They definitely. recently finished top of the and and they were, uh, um, that yeah they've been playing very well. They're an exciting team, and yeah, the host nation. We see it. We saw it with Russia. No one expected them to make it to the quarterfinals last year. Um, I expect. I I think they're going to finish second. Um, and especially with the Sadio Mane. Um. Injury, I think it it uh, it raises their chances. But the the first game of the World Cup is going to determine so much because I I, I do believe whoever wins the 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 game against Qatar to Ecuador is going to be the second place team. Uh, what do you, what do you guys think, Ethan and Matt? Uh, this group became pretty much impossible to predict with the Mane injury. I think before he goes down, there's a clear, there's still a clear one, and it's even more of a clear one. Netherlands will get out of this group. It should be in first. It might be in second. They won't be in third or fourth. Um, I still pick Senegal to go through, but I have almost no confidence in that pick, and I'm sure whoever gets through will not win a game in the elimination um, stage of the bracket um, without some kind of miracle. Um, I'm picking Senegal. And now we have three picks and and uh, three different second place teams, um, and uh, I would not be shocked at all if the host nation goes through. Um, the one I'd pick the least at the moment is Ecuador, but I'd probably split it like thirty five, thirty five, um, thirty. Yeah, thirty five, thirty five, thirty. With how I see this going. 
Um, I picked Senegal because I believe in them, and I think they might be able to rally behind the absence of Sadio Mane. Um, it's sort of like a do this for him kind of thing. But his his uh, presence and lack thereof is going to be felt severely. Um, it's it's obvious how much he contributed to Liverpool when he played because they they are not the same team as they were last season, and he is the big change in that. So I see Netherlands and Senegal, but this is a this is a toss up for me in the uh, for the second place team. Yeah, uh, like. Like Matt, or sorry, like Nat, I also have Qatar overperforming, but for me that has them finishing in third in their group. Um, I the host nation does always do better, and Russia was a big surprise in 2018. I just don't think, I still think even without Saudi Oman, Senegal still have some really quality players, uh, especially at the back, and so I think I think they will go through, and I don't have a lot of faith in Ecuador uh, at the moment, so I think. Uh, I mean, just peering over at uh, Matt's computer, we've got the same group: Netherlands top, Senegal second, Qatar third, Ecuador fourth. And I'm, I'm yeah. pretty confident in that. I actually, I I don't mind the shout for Qatar finishing in second uh-huh. either, because like I was actually doing some like World Cup research on my own for kind of my own YouTube and podcast show that I'm be putting out soon. Um, Let's go. And I um I went back through literally every single World Cup since mm. the first World Cup ever in Uruguay. The host nation has never lost the opening match of the World Cup. Wow! Really? Ever? Wow! There has not been a single and host nation that lost their opening. It's match only happened a. Uh, it's it's also hasn't happened that many times that the host nation, just in general, has made it has missed out on the knockout stages. Right. I think the only uh, recently. Uh, South Africa did not make it out of the group stage in uh, the 2010 World Cup. Yeah. But that was that's rare. It doesn't happen that often. Um, it, yeah, there's been like yeah. two or three ties, but no host <laughs> nations ever lost their opening match. I just found that super weird. Yeah, that's that's a really interesting stat. Um, I think it is interesting to to note though that like Ecuador did have a very good qualifying yeah, round, and like there are teams like uh, there's no there's no Colombia. This tournament, there's no Peru, there's no Chile, um, and that is because Ecuador helped uh, helped uh, eliminate those teams. Um, so, like they're they're still gonna put up a fight um, against uh, all the teams um, in Group A. Um, anything else from this group, or should we should we, should we move on? I mean, just just real quick, we're on the same page. There's no doubt that Netherlands is gonna win this group outright, right? Like I see, like all three games, yeah. they they should have no problem with any of those games, and I think yeah. anything but three wins in the group stage for the Netherlands would be a massive disappointment for that squad. I think they could true. lose the last game if they've already locked up the top spot and yeah. uh, rest starters, but it yeah. would be that kind of scenario or a zero-zero draw that would that would stop them from from going three and zero in this game. Yeah, or in this group. I I don't expect Netherlands to win any of these games by like a huge margin though. Like I would expect it's going to be they're going to get one or two goals and then their insane uh center backs are going to lock everything down. Um I don't expect yeah. I, I don't expect them to be piling it on because that is where I think Netherlands is going to struggle in this tournament is that they don't is they have uh, it, uh a lot of players they don't have tons of players who score goals. Um, 
That is that is true. But Netherlands do have one of the hottest prospects in all of world football right now, and Cody Gakpo at this World Cup, mm. and He's, the, which is the yeah. only the only player not named Neymar Junior. By the way, with <laughs> more goal contributions this season than the Norwegian goal scoring machine Erling Holland. That's insane. Yeah. That's wild. Uh, I, I they're definitely a really fun team to watch, and I hope they they have success. Um, uh, so I'm hoping to see uh, Dumfries have another uh, tournament, another uh, big big uh, performance. That'd be fun to see. Um, Should we save Group B for last, um, or do we want to jump ooh, into you it wanna, now? You want to save the U.S. for last? I, I think I think now. that might that might be fun. We could sure sure. Let's do that. Let's move on to let's move on to Group C then, um, which is Argentina, Mexico, Poland. And Saudi Arabia. Um, uh, who wants? Uh, Ethan, do you want to start off uh, yeah, sure. this group? Um, I have them just right in the order you just said them right there. Argentina first, Mexico second, Poland third, Saudi Arabia fourth. Uh, I, I don't know. I just don't. I we've seen this Poland squad before. They have, uh, like the best striker in the world. I I love. Robert Lewandowski is so much. I like him more than Benzema personally, more than Suarez. That's just my that's yeah. my own personal hot take. Um, but we've just I we've seen it before that they just don't really have uh, an, the entire quality with, with the rest of the whole team. And even with Lewandowski doing as much as he can do, he can't really take them all the way. Um, I'd love to be proven wrong, um, but I think even though I'm also not that confident in Mexico as a team, I think they just have. They're just a little more of a unit than Poland is. Mexico has never not made it out of the group stage. Mm. Um, and I think that is going to... Uh, I, th- I think that will continue. They're not playing well. They're having a lot of problems with uh, people not scoring. Um, Raul, uh, the fact that Raul Jimenez is even at this tournament is insane. The dude is <laughs> super injured. I don't expect him to do anything productive. Yeah, um, I see even still playing the sport. Yeah, um, he's still just, he's not old though. So no, like, but after yeah. like a skull fracture or what happened, whatever. Oh happened, yeah, yeah, with David Luiz. Yeah, awesome. I he, he I would have been out. I would have been like, I'm sorry, I he, can't. I'm not he really hasn't again. been the same since that injury. It. Uh, yeah. yeah, horrific. Injury. Yeah, I think yeah. um, that just kind of highlights the problems in this Mexico squad right now. Kind mm-hmm. of with the raw Jimenez situation is just huge. That Mexico squad, with the amount of individual talent on that roster, should not go through an entire qualifying cycle with their leading goal scorer being Raul Jimenez with three goals, all from the penalty spot. <laughs> not one from open yeah. play. Uh-huh. You know, um, it's just not not what you need from your leading goal-scoring striker. Uh, and for Mexico's qualifying run, they there was never really a time um, that you would say, like, this team is that this team played well. Like, uh, they never... There was no time that they played, like, outstanding. Um, they had, like, the best road record, but they could not play at all at home this year. Yeah. Um, so, uh, if I'm a Mexico fan, I, um, I'm I'm happy for the group since they, re- they should be able to make it out of this group. Poland and Saudi Arabia are teams that they should be able to beat. I'm not expecting... Um, much much from them um i think if i had to pick pol poland is the team to be more afraid of but i i don't expect there to be um 
uh, I expect Argentina and Mexico to advance uh, pretty easily. It seems like I'm the only one who's gone uh, against the the grain here. I went uh, Poland to get out of this group. Um, I just think the most talented person on the field um, is going to, in this Poland-Mexico game, which I think will decide who goes through, will be um, Rob. Um <laughs> Big Rob, big Rob. <laughs> do you have them winning? The, do you have them beating no, Argentina? I, th- I think I think Argentina is the most talented. No, I think Argentina is the team in the best form in this entire tournament. I think Argentina might go three and zero in a group that is fairly challenging. Mexico and Poland are both competitive, um, but I just think the the best player on the field might end up deciding that game. Um, but I'm not I'm not super confident in it. I just picked Poland in. What I see is uh, is uh, just about a toss up between the two of them. Yeah, the um, I did have Mexico finishing in second just because of their record of making it out of the knockout stage, but then yeah. not being able to make it past the round of sixteen game <laughs> at yeah. every single tournament they go to. <laughs> That's what I have. Um, but for me, I think it's a lot closer between Mexico and Poland than a lot of people are giving Poland credit for, and I think one of the hottest prospects right now in that group actually is Peter Zielinski, yeah. who is who is balling out he scored, right now. He scored Napoli amazing goals to get them to this stage. Right. He was he was massive for them in qualifying. Yeah. He's been one of Napoli's hottest players right now, recent form wise. And I just think he's hitting that hot streak of form at the right time and could produce something special for this pull inside the World Cup. Yeah, people are definitely people definitely for uh for, people definitely I feel like uh, they overlook uh, Poland because it's like oh if Lewandowski isn't doing anything then they're not going to do stuff and I mean like that that's a uh, a fair assessment um, as we've seen Poland Poland really has not done and it didn't do anything at the 2018 World Cup or the 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 previous uh, Euros so I can see why people have that reaction but like uh, they're playing with confidence right now they did it they the way they qualified. Um, uh, this qualifying cycle, they played much better than they had um, uh, before then. So, um, yeah, no, they, they're definitely a team that could uh, surprise a lot of people at this at, at this World Cup. And it's another way that the groups this year are just they're, all of them are going to be so entertaining. Yeah, the uh, I'll I'll leave Group C with this. Yeah. I'm scared to play Argentina, and I'm not even playing at the World Cup. <laughs> like, I'm sitting here in the studio, and I'm scared of that Argentina team because every one of those players, just you look in their eyes as they're walking out of the tunnel, every single one of those guys looks ready to do literally anything it takes to put that cup in <laughs> Messi's hands. I think one thing that I like about this Argentina team is that, like, it's not really made up of, uh, of like, the of all superstars a lot of the people who are the people who are going to be starting um uh the games next to Messi are all people who are playing on or they're not playing on the top teams they're playing like uh like we got uh if you they got people like Lo Celso who's playing um uh at uh he's at Valencia uh was it uh, was it Valencia or Villarreal? Uh, Villarreal is, is yeah is Villarreal, but right it, before, but Villarreal is a team. Left. But Villarreal, but my point about this is Villarreal is not one of the top clubs. It's still one of the. It's a top club in La Liga, and like they've had success recently. But it's not Real Madrid. It's not like everyone on their team is playing 
for Real Madrid or PSG or Man City. Um, do you guys do you guys see too as as MLS fans yourselves that Argentina just called up uh, Tiago Almada yeah, yeah. for yes. the team as well? I was happy to see that honestly because he's been balling out recently yeah. for Atlanta. I mean, like it's hard for me. It's hard for pretty much all any of us to su- to support anything to do with Atlanta United, <laughs> but um, like any recognition that like helps um, put a uh, put up MOS um, and give it more respect, we yeah. will take that. I think we can probably breeze past Group D. I don't want to yeah. speak for everyone, <laughs> but I feel like it's kind of an uneven group. I mean, yeah, I mean, the the one thing I feel like we have to talk about is the World Cup winner's curse, though. Yes, like, which I wish could happen again. Which I do I, I do really wish kind of could happen again. Yeah, just I wanted to happen. I, I, yeah, I would like for it to happen, too. I just don't think it will, unfortunately. Yeah. Group, group D, uh, if you're not aware, is France, Denmark, Australia, and Tunisia. Um now, I really did think about putting France in third because I <laughs> want it to happen so bad. And then also, I love just Australia is so fun to watch. Australia in the qual, they were in the playoff game. That was fun. Qualifying on PKs um, was insane. The, the Andrew um, Redmayne affair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tim Cahill um, scored. I, I, when Tim Cahill scored in the 2014 World Cup, that goal, I think, was that that was my favorite goal of the 2014 yeah. World yeah, Cup. Definitely. Um, and uh, if Australia um, is to make it out of this group and eliminate France, that would be so good. Um, I did put Denmark to win this group, though. I have Denmark finishing first, and then France finishing second. Mm. Denmark has beaten um, the big beat the big clubs recently in the Nations League. Um, their team playing with a ton of confidence um, um, after what happened uh, at the Euros uh, last year. Um, so I, I have, I think it's possible that they can finish uh, top of the group um, in this group. Any, uh, y- y- y'all want to add anything to Fran- about France or Denmark? I don't know. I yeah. do like Denmark. They're a good mm-hmm. team. I think. Um, I think. Uh, they could draw with France. I gotta say, I think that they could both have, they could both beat everybody except De- Denmark or France, and then they could draw against each other. And then France's uh, is the second tiebreaker goal differential. Yeah, the the be. first tiebreaker yeah. Yeah, 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 is goal first, differential. Yeah, yeah. So second is not wins. Like yeah, almost. Denmark. No. Denmark will have a goal differential of three, and France will have a goal differential of ten. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's just I, I let's just hope that, that we yeah. don't go get a uh, 2018 World Cup situation again, where we don't go down to like the seventh tiebreaker between yeah. <laughs> well, who it, is it, Japan and who else? Uh. So uh, well, last year in, in the 2018 World Cup, Senegal was eliminated because of a, because yellow, of a yellow card. card yeah. Oh right. Um, yeah. Which was which was right. so funny. Yeah. Which was like the like, seventh or eighth yeah. tiebreaker they went. Imagine to. being <laughs> that Senegal uh, player who got who gets the yellow card. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I can't even remember if the yellow card was warranted, but like, <laughs> like I feel like it would be. Yeah, it was probably even, something stupid. If it like was something for, if he got the yellow card for like time wasting and that costs your country, oh my god, that yeah. would be heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, super, super heartbreaking. All right, uh, let's move on to Group E. Um, uh, I, I want to say something about 
about Germany, why is it that they always get one of the tougher groups in the World Cup? Because they can handle it. Or is every it maybe just that they make every group tougher? Because I don't think maybe, they have yeah. this, that they're that they have a tough group. It's just they're in. They just make every group tougher because they're so good. This is kind of a thick group. I'm not gonna lie. I I think this is the group of death. This this is the toughest group in the tournament. I I think instead of saying that uh, Germany is the one who gets always gets stuck with. A tough group. I think Costa Rica <laughs> is the one who you should say right. gets stuck yeah. with a tough group. This group is uh, Germany, Spain, Japan, and Costa Rica. And just like in 2014, uh, Costa Rica is in the group of death. Um, do we think uh, – so 2014, Costa Rica won the group. Um, I do not have that happening for this group. I, I do have uh, – I have Germany winning the group followed by Spain. Um, but like – um, it like this group is such a toss-up. I mean, Costa Rica—they still got Keanu Navas, who's yep. incredibly hard to beat. Um, Japan—they've um, been playing really well recently. They are a team that, like, I think a, a, tons of people underestimate. Beat They're, the U.S. two 0 They—they just beat the U.S. Yeah. Um, but I—I I would say uh, bigger, like. They are going to want to have a response from the 2018 World Cup. Yeah, absolutely. So close to eliminating Belgium. They couldn't get that done. So I think they're going to be really, really hungry to get results. Um, and they defi- I think they definitely believe that they can beat Spain and Germany. So uh, I would love to see that happen. I would love to see Japan have success in this group. I don't expect it to happen, though. I'd love to see that, too. Yeah, for, for me... Um... I have the same thing. I have Germany finishing above Spain in this group just because I feel like there's just too much depth in this German squad for Spain to be able to topple it. Um, I could see the game between Germany and Spain being a toss-up and going either way, honestly, because I think they both have really dangerous talents in the the starting lineup. Um, I could see that game being like a sort of like a replay of the Germany... Or no, the the Spain Portugal game from the yeah. 2018 World Cup with that three three yeah when that finished three three yeah um, I think that will I think this game could come down to set pieces yeah definitely um, yeah Matt do you have any thoughts on uh, Group E uh, I picked Spain first I'm higher on Spain than most people are I think they're one of the most talented rosters at this World Cup um, I respect Germany who I have in second. Um, and Japan and Costa Rica are, are really talented teams to miss out on the knockout stages, but I think they will. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's not more complicated than that. I think Spain's midfield is um, going to destroy um, almost everyone they play in time of possession and quality of possession. Um, and I think they'll even they'll even outpossess this this German side, which which really is run like a like a sort of machine, and and is filled with talent, and and is so methodical in the way they play, but um, I I think Spain beats them on the top end talent. Even though I agree they probably have more depth, I think the top end talent is going to decide that group. Yeah, for for me, this one specifically comes down to one factor in particular. I think, and that's coach, okay. and that's coaching. Mm. 
And on, on that side, obviously, Luis Enrique's had a fantastic career. I think yeah. he's a great manager. I think mm-hmm. it's fantastic that he just launched a Twitch channel to talk to, talk to the Spain <laughs> yeah. fans about his selections yep. and stuff. I think that's going that to turn into a meme fast, and yes. he's going to get ridiculed and not want to do it anymore. But I think it's cool that he's trying it at least. But I just Why can't think that, Burhalter do that? Yeah, I know, right? He, he's, I don't he's know. He's more he likely to it. start like a shoe YouTube channel about like uh, like shoe unboxing. Yeah, stuff. right. Would well, be that? It'd, it'd be called like she. It'd be about shoes, and then the uh, behind the back back. He's talking <laughs> yeah. about the behind the back <laughs> yeah. uh, ball passes. It's the yeah. other thing he does. Yeah. But I just, I just think there's levels here. Like, I think Hansi Flick is oh, just yeah. so many levels higher than Luis Enrique as a manager right now. Like, mm-hmm. it's like you said, like, he runs his teams like a machine. Everybody knows exactly where they need to be at exactly the right moments on the pitch. Everybody knows exactly when to get rid of the ball, exactly where their teammates are going to be on the field when they need to get rid of the ball. It's just like... It's beautiful football to watch. Yeah. And the amount of German players in this team that he knows, like, the back of his hand already from oh, their yeah. time at Bayern with him, it's just crazy the amount of chemistry this German team's going to have. Not yeah. to mention Jamal Musiala being on the young player of the yeah. tournament watch. Oh, yeah. I wanted to mention him as well because he's such a fun player to watch, and I really want to see him ball out in this tournament. I agree with Connor. I have Germany first, Spain second, Japan, Costa Rica. Um and yeah, just like what Connor said, the coaching is just on an entirely whole other level. Um, yeah, I'm, which, I'm excited for it. Which, think, by, by the way, yeah. real quick, about Japan. Uh-huh. Japan, I have finishing third in this group, and uh-huh. I, I think they're going to go out, but they're not going to go quietly. Oh, yeah. That Japan team is going to make yeah. a no lot of noise on their yeah, way out of this tournament, and uh, I think I they're going to cause some real concern I among the, the other teams in that group. I think they can definitely take... I, I think it's possible that they still... That they that they could get a win against either Spain or Germany and still have Germany or Spain and Germany and Spain will still uh, top the group. I also um, think it's possible that Costa Rica goes in, uh, plays Germany or Spain, and and forces a draw that could be heartbreak for either yeah. of those teams. Yeah, like, how Japan performs. It's gonna yeah. be really fun. Uh, Taylor Nava stands on his head. <laughs> um, for for game of the group stage, I I really feel like uh, Germany, Spain, and we'll get to we'll get to uh, Group B. I think Group B might have the game of the could have a <laughs> oh, game group, of the tournament group as H well. Has my yeah, game of the I was thinking um, that too. Oh yeah, that's that's true. But Germany, Spain, ooh, that's gonna be a good one. Yeah. All right, let's move on to Group F. Group F is Belgium, Canada, Croatia, and Morocco. Um, I have Belgium finishing at the top of this group, and then I I really 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 want to see our neighbors to the north advance. Um, uh, Canada. I think a lot of people yeah, do. I think yeah. uh, they uh, they had a great. Um, I think it, yes, they had a great qualifying. I think that was that that uh, they're a little overrated because I do not think they're the best team in in Concacaf. I think the U.S. and Mexico are both better than them. When they're playing at their highest standard, they just neither the U.S. or Mexico played at that um, anywhere near anywhere near yes, their highest not even standards. Close yeah, to that, Canada knows what they are. Um, they're an exciting team. This is also um, a a team that's gonna be huge for MOS if they have success. There were so many MOS players yeah. on this team. A lot of MOS players who are not on big teams. A lot of Whitecaps uh, players on this team. Um, and uh, so we'll see how how they succeed um, at the World Cup. Uh, Connor, what do you what do you have in Group F? 
Yeah, um, as much as I would love to watch our neighbors to the north, Canada, go on a bit of a World Cup run and have that bit of magic um, and have that story to tell their grandkids someday, I think the World Cup is going to be a harsh reality for this Mm -hmm. Canadian side. Um, Yes, they're an exciting team. Yes, they have some exciting young prospects and Alfonso Davies and Jonathan David and, you know, guys like that. Yeah. Um, But I think that there's a bit too much MLS experience in this team to try to compete with the likes of Belgium and Croatia and even Morocco with guys like Akraf Hakimi. Um, I think uh, also just like the, the, all the the other teams in this group, they have just so much World Cup experience. It's right, not even exactly. just that they're playing in MLS, that there's a lot of MLS players who haven't played um, internationally in Europe. It's just... Uh, like none of these players have ever been to a World Cup, and and they're playing against three teams who are who are really aging teams who are um like this is like Belgium's uh this is like the last year of their like the golden generation the, the golden yeah, generation yeah. the same thing with Croatia I don't expect Croatia to do much this tournament but um as their team is getting older too um I I. I don't expect them to go. I mean, like, I don't even have them getting to the knockout stage. Really? But, uh, you have uh, who, who, Morocco? I, no, I have Canada. Oh, I have okay. Canada finish second, second because I want them to. Um, <laughs> but uh, like Croatia, like um, I don't. I will be shocked if they come anywhere. If if they even won the round of sixteen game this year, like I don't see the the fact that they made it to the semifinals in the twenty eighteen World Cup is still. Uh, or they made it to the final in that World Cup is still right. insane. Yeah, for for me, I think there's actually a lot of people that aren't giving this Croatia team the credit that they deserve. Mm-hmm. We're talking we're talking about a team that just came off a World Cup final in 2018. They're only four years removed from that now. Um, Luka Modric is still aging like fine wine, and will dominate whoever steps into that midfield with him. I have no doubt. Once you step into that midfield, it's Modric's domain and you're just living in it. <laughs> um, but then I worry, I think this, so I think they're not getting the credit they deserve, but ultimately in the, the day, I don't see them winning the group over Belgium. And if they finish second in the group, they're most likely in the knockout stages in that round of 16 game going to come up against a Germany or a Spain. Mm. Yeah. And they just don't have the overall quality around a guy like Modric to really win the individual battles and the areas that matter most on that pitch on that day. Yeah. I agree with that. Uh, Matt, do you have any thoughts that you want to add about Group F? Yeah, like you, I picked this group with my heart instead of my head. So I have Canada moving on, uh, Croatia and Morocco missing out, and Belgium topping the group. Um, not with ease, but but with uh, relative ease compared to at least Group E or some of the harder groups. Um, so... Yeah, I think this Canada team is uh, is young, and I think they're they're talented enough to pull this off, and it would be pulling it off. This is not a result to reasonably expect, but but uh, I think it would be a lot a lot of fun if if Canada could play a play an elimination game in this uh, this World Cup. Okay. Um, yeah. I have a bit of a hot take with this group. Uh, maybe somewhat of a hate of of a haste, hastily made take. I was making this last night, and I just had this feeling. Uh, I've got Canada 
finishing in first place. Let's go. Let's <laughs> wow. go. I've got, and then I have Croatia in second, Belgium in third, and Morocco in fourth. And I'll give my explanation. This Belgium team is one of the most talented teams uh, at this tournament. It's the golden age we were just talking about. But they're all... I don't know. I just I think they're I think they're aging, and I think they've been failing and failing at these tournaments. They haven't been living up to the hype. I think they're riding on the pressure of this being like the last chance for their golden age. Um, and I just I don't know. I don't see it working out. They they do have Kevin De Bruyne, who's probably you know a top five midfielder in the world right now, probably the best in the Premier League. Top uh, two and not one. Or not yes, two, right? Yeah, yeah, not yes. two and not two. <laughs> yes. Yeah, be... pretty much. He's fantastic. He'll have a good game or two. Um, but I just don't have 100% faith in Belgium. And I think, especially their defense is aging. Um, and I just think I just think they're going to disappoint everybody. I I, I mean, yeah. it's, not, it's not necessarily it's, an educated take. It's, but definitely, it's definitely a hot take. Cause if, if it I'm, is, gonna, I'm a genius. Very, if I it would, doesn't, then I'm an I'm a. If they idiot. miss out, if they... Uh, exit this World Cup during the group stage, I will be very happy. I will find that very entertaining. Um, I don't see it happening. I don't think they're going to win the entire tournament, but they really should be able to make it out of this group. I think De Bruyne might be the best player in the world at this this game. This this game we call soccer and other people call football. Um He's I, so good. I think it would be wild if they didn't get out of this group. And I, I appreciate a hot take more than anyone, but that <laughs> is steaming. That is crazy. Yeah. All right, let's move on to Group H. We got to keep going here. Uh, in Group uh, well, in Group G uh, first, uh, Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, and Cameroon uh, are the teams. Uh, Connor, who you got? Well, obviously, number one, Brazil. Um, there's not a team in this group that can come anywhere near the level of this Brazilian team. Um, to be fair, I have Switzerland finishing second, and my primar- primary reason for that is just because major tournament Jan Sommer oh, as yeah. their goalkeeper yep. oh, yeah. is yep. a different breed of animal. <laughs> the same way when any World Cup rolls around, you don't want to be facing Mexico and World Cup Ochoa. Yeah. <laughs> I promise you, you don't want to come up against big moment Jan Summer because that guy stands on his head game after game after game for the Switzerland side, and I think he's going to be able to come up in the mat- moments that matter most for them to finish second in this group behind Brazil. I have Serbia finishing um, behind Brazil in this group. I think Serbia, Serbia is a underrated um, team. They are a team that is up and coming. They Their youth teams um, have have performed very well at the youth game. Um, I believe their youth team won uh, the U-20 World Cup in 2018 or 2016 um, pretty recently. Um, they've had success. I I think they um, uh, will be able to get results. They should be able to get results against Switzerland and Cameroon to finish second. Um, it really pains me. Um, to not have Cameroon moving forward. Um, I really want Cameroon to to um, have success. Um, um, be, uh, and uh, if they have success, it's probably going to be because Nuhu scores like uh, <laughs> six, seven goals. Um, 
Uh, so I, I really, really want Cameroon to have success. I, I um, did not put that down, though. I think uh, for this Cameroon side, I think Joel Matip is going to be a big miss, actually. Oh. That's, that's gonna that's that's, a, that's, that's a gonna huge... provide some solidity for them at center back that I think they're gonna be missing at this tournament to hey, be able to deal with a team okay. like Brazil with Neymar and Vinicius and guys like that Ooh. in their front line. Hey, Brazil is just not gonna be able to figure out new who. Well, I don't think any of the of the three teams not named Brazil are gonna get points off Brazil. So I think it comes mm-hmm. down to how they play each other. Yeah. And I see that see that battle for the uh second spot as as a, maybe more of a toss up. Um Anything else? I I picked Cameroon. Um, I might like Serbia, um, and Switzerland is fair. Uh, I don't think you're really wrong picking anyone for the second spot, but if you don't have Brazil first here, that would be wrong. <laughs> the, yeah, the, I just don't have a lot of faith in Brazil. No, I'm kidding. I got <laughs> I have Brazil first, uh, Switzerland second, Cameroon third, and Serbia finishing in last. Yeah, right. I think the the only way that Serbia make it out of this group is depending on how many goals Alexander Mitrovic scores this tournament. Mm. Uh, the, That's I think, the only way. I think that is very, very true. That's a good point. All right. Uh, let's move on to Group H. So Group H, we have Uruguay, Portugal, uh, South Korea, and uh, Ghana. Um, and uh, I have Uruguay advancing first and... Uh, in second, I have South Korea. Oh, um, now I made this bracket uh, before it was conf- before uh, Sun was like was more likely was, was was or has he actually been ruled out completely now? He's been in um, training. He's been in he's training been with train- South Korea squad. Okay, so I didn't when see, I, didn't so, see the pictures, I didn't know that there was Sun had yeah, the, uh, son, the mask going. Yeah, he hurt his oh. eye. He got oh, right. hit in yeah, the, the eye. eye thing. Um, and obviously as a Spurs, so like I have to support South Korea as a Spurs fan, as a as a Sun lover. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, um, and uh, because of that, I I have them in second. Um, so. Uh, hopefully the son continues to uh, the injury won't affect him and uh, we see Portugal missing out um, Mm. on the knockout stage again for the second time in the last three World Cups Um, Portugal uh, they almost missed the World Cup entirely they um, if it wasn't really for North Macedonia beating Italy I think they would have um, and uh, it, it, they did not look good in qualifying. Uh, their team is old. This team does not know how to work together. Um, so also, yeah. also for this Portugal team, Diogo Jota is going to be a massive, massive mm-hmm. miss in that yeah. front line. I think. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just like with and like, yes, they have Ronaldo, but he's not playing. Um. Personally, I really, really want Ronaldo to just do absolutely nothing and just have no success at this tournament. Um, I the way he has handled the last uh, months, uh, the last Awfully. couple of months at Manchester United has really annoyed me. Um, uh, I go back to the fact that he signed a contract to play for them, and then. Uh, when they don't make the champion, when they don't make the Champions League, he's like, "Oh, 
Let me out. I want to go play for someone in the Champions League. Yo, you are partly responsible for not making the Champions League. Yes, you scored a lot of goals. Yes, their defense was bad. But he could have gotten them to the Champions League uh, if, by working even harder uh, last year. So I don't feel bad for him at all. I've, you signed the contract. You have to just – you got to do what the, the, the team asks. You can't go the way he's – He's he's been treating uh, Manchester United. It's just disrespectful. I I mean I want I want uh, player. I sometimes I I want coaches to be a little more transparent about about their decisions. Like like with the U.S., I want Burhalter to come and say like uh, just to actually say out loud like what are the reasons why someone's not there. And I'm okay. I want people to do that. But uh, Ronaldo is not. Do is doing, he's he's taking the transparency to, <laughs> to to it's too far, it's just it's just bleh, not a fan. Yeah. I hope he fails. Yeah, I uh, I lost massive amounts of respect for Ronaldo in his career the second he came out in the media and publicly trashed Eric Ten Hag. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, as painter. as a professional football player, you don't do that. What are you doing coming out to the media and openly trash talking your coach like that? Like as a professional that's not that's not something you can do. Like you're acting like a spoiled brat. Mm-hmm. You don't deserve to go far in this tournament because let's be honest, this isn't Ronaldo's tournament to win. This is Lionel Messi's tournament to win. True. We He's, all we all know it. Yep. Ronaldo and Portugal don't stand a serious chance this World Cup the way Lionel Messi's Argentina stand a serious chance at winning this World Cup. What do you think Ronaldo would do after this tournament? After he misses out on the group on the knockout stages? Cry? Well, I think. Do you I'm think, probably, he, do you think he will go play contract. anything? Do, do you think he will continue to play? Do you think he will come to? I MLS? mean, yeah, he's still going to go collect money somewhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you'll be able to find Ronaldo in South Beach and. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> um, yeah, I know there's a, a quote from uh, Sir Alex Ferguson that's been going around, I think from his autobiography, where he said something like, uh, the moment a player thinks he's bigger than Manchester United was the moment that he had to go. Yeah. Um, and it's true. And the fact that he's he's tra- trashing Ten Hag for just not starting him enough, I guess, is really childish. And it's just, it's really silly. I still think Portugal will finish second under Uruguay, um, followed by Korea Republic and then Ghana. But, um, yeah, but I like you said, Nat, we've seen time and time again that this Portugal team, just they don't know how to work together. And it's just they have enough individual quality that I think they'll finish second, yeah. even if it's just three draws. But, like, and Korea and Ghana just do worse. Um, but Yeah, for me, yeah. for me, at least I'm on the same page. I think it's going to be... Uruguay is going to shock a lot of people at this tournament. Yeah. This Uruguay squad is way more talented than people are giving them credit for, and I think they're going to finish top of this group. I think this is also a great group for them just to build confidence. Right, like, I think 100% them, going into the knockout when, If they have, If they show what they are, then they're going to feel really good moving forward, and I feel like and that's going to help them immensely moving forward. Um, this this yeah, group, though, by the way, yeah. game of the tournament is going to be Uruguay versus Ghana. First time since this is a, first, be the first, first time, time they're since, meeting since, since 2010 oh, yeah. since the Luis Suarez oh, handball in 2010. That. Oh, that's that 12 years of tension built up <laughs> and for then this Luis, game. Luis Suarez versus um versus uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. I think that is also going to be a fun one. I mean, 
uh, a fun match. And 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 again, also with South Korea, like South Korea, the fact that South Korea came in and they uh, South Korea eliminated Germany mm-hmm. last year. Like uh, I think, like uh, I think all the other teams are like we do not want South Korea to do that to us. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. And like, uh, yes, I think uh, I think a lot of people are writing off Ghana, but like uh, Ghana wasn't in the 2018 World Cup. And Yaki Williams, and Yaki Williams now with Ghana as well. Finished, they finished uh, bottom of the group in 2014, but like they're a good team. There's a reason why they were also like part of the group of death that year. Um, so like they're they're still a really uh, a really good team, and they, and they really could surprise people. Um, yeah. Yeah, I really like Uruguay in this group. Uh, I like Portugal for seconds, but I could see them missing it. I do think they're individually very talented, and I see them getting out of this group. Yeah, I see them, like, squeezing it out. All right, let's go back to Group B, where since we're running out of time here, uh, for Group B, uh, Ethan, who you have finishing? Uh, England first, U.S. second, Wales third, Iran fourth. I will say, though, I think I could be wrong about... Iran finishing fourth, and they could finish above Wales because Wales are really old. Uh, yeah, I have the exact same order. Um, <laughs> so do I. Oh wow! So, Connor, do you want to? Connor, do you want to bring us I've back to Oh Connor's yeah! Computer. I know oh yeah! You team. guys, you guys know what I got going on over here. <laughs> so, the uh, the same thing that I had to say about Canada, which that I thought with this World Cup was going to be a harsh reality for that Canadian side. Uh-oh. Yeah. Boy, oh boy, do I think that this World Cup is going to be a harsh reality for U.S. soccer hey, fans. have some belief. Listen, I, I really, that's that's my problem. Yeah. I really yeah, yeah. would love to, and it's the same thing we were saying before, like picking picking heart over mind sometimes. Right. For this bracket, I just went pure mind over heart. I was yes. like, I'm going to shut my heart off. I'm yep. not letting it tell me anything. And when you look at this United States team right now, <laughs> There are way too many questions left to answer with not mm-hmm. enough time left to answer them before this tournament starts. Hey. That's a great point. Our, our center backs are not up to oh. the quality that they need to be to this deal is, with this major is, threats. Yeah, That's exactly what, that is exactly what we were saying in 2014. In 2014, I did not have this team getting out of the group. And, and they made me eat that. I think this team... Uh, after the first, I think this first game against Wales, they're gonna get the U.S. is gonna get a result, and then every U.S. fan is going to their belief is going to change. I'm excited for that to happen. Uh, I'm keeping the belief up high. I just want, I just want to root for this team, and if Jesus Ferreira's on the field, it's gonna be hard, but I'm gonna just push through that and root for them. Yeah, for me, I mean, my order, by the way, I yeah. just I just trashed on the yes. United States without giving my order. But yeah. my order for this group is England in first because there's too much talent in that side to for any of these other teams in the group to deal with it on paper, I think. I think it's going to be ugly for England. It's not going to be a pretty path qualification, yeah. but they're going to do it. Yeah. Um, and then Iran actually in second with Wales in third and the United States in fourth. I and think, for me, yeah. for me yeah. my reasoning for Iran in second... Um, their manager, Carlos Quiros, who they just brought back, yeah. had a couple of failed stints with, I think it was Colombia and Egypt, respectively. Yep. Yep. Um, went through a bit of a rough patch, but managed this team, I think, from like before that rough patch. It was like 2011 to 2019 he was with Iran. Knows this team like the back of his hand inside and out. And 
now just becomes the second manager in history to bring a country besides his own to three separate World Cups. It's 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 wild. I think Iran is if the US isn't going to make it, I think they have a better chance of making it over Wales because they have a lot more people who can contribute unlike Wales. If Wales is going to make it through, it's going to be the Bale show. Um Wales only just made it. Um I think for most of the game against uh, Ukraine to get them here, they were outplayed. They had their one chance. They took it, and they got themselves to a World Cup. So congrats to them. But I think Iran is a better team. Um, the other thing I'm hoping for this group best is— Best team in Asia, I think, Like, if, if, the, if England is going to beat the U.S., I really, can imp- I really want it to just be 1-0. One, like, yeah, don't embarrass us. Like— like the fact that the the media is already like, oh, it's gonna be five, it's gonna be five zero, uh, England over U.S. or four zero. It's like, come on, I don't, th- I would be shocked if if the U.S. Uh, loses. I'll say, I think, by I think Wales, goal. Wales, England's gonna be a closer game than England United States is gonna be. Yeah, I mean, uh, mm. for for all for all of these matches for England, I mean, like we look at uh, the group stage last year, um, in the uh, in the Euros. They did not have a good combat. They did not have a good uh, Euros. Um, Should they, we all they, just? They got results, but uh, yeah. I think we're about out of time. Should we all just throw out our finals predictions? I think that is a perfect idea. Um, let's start with uh, let's start with our guest, Connor. Who do you have uh, making it all the way to the final? So for me, I think there's too much talent in this French team um, for them to not get over this World Cup winner's curse. I see France finishing first in their group, making it all the way to the final against Lionel Messi's Argentina, who ultimately will be triumphant. I think it's about time that world football fans deserve to see Lionel Messi lift the World Cup to end his international career and fulfill Maradona's prophecy. Matt, who do you have winning the World Cup? I have Argentina over a bit of a shocker, Uruguay. Um, I see them making it all the way to the finals in a heroic effort. Uh, and I think Lionel Messi will finally prove that um, the GOAT debate has been silly all along. Um, I have Argentina going out in the semis against Brazil and then Brazil beating Uruguay in the final. And for solely the reason is that I think Messi is Sisyphus and it's his destiny to keep rolling the uh, boulder up to the top of the hill only for it to fall all the way back down again. I also have Brazil winning. I have Brazil over Denmark in the final. Wow, a Denmark finalist. I I also I love that. I love that actually. I have Brazil beating Argentina in the semifinal, and then Denmark beating Uruguay in the other semifinal. Um, And uh, yeah, I I think Brazil is just so talented. Um, This is that's really what I want to happen. Um, It's gonna it's gonna be an awesome World Cup. Um, I think uh, just. Like one more thing, just the fact that everyone is getting to stay in the same hotel. There's no travel. Um, I think that is that's gonna mean that the it it whoever is the best on the field is going to win this tournament. Um, a lot of the outside factors yeah, taken out of it. Yeah, because it's all it's all in one place. I think that's one of the huge things about this tournament. Um, all right, Connor, thank you so much for being of course, on, thank you on for this having episode. Me, guys. Had a lot of fun. I want to remind everyone that you should follow the show on Instagram at footballslife.wecb. Follow the show on Twitter at WECB 
football. Uh, email the show at footballslife at footballslife at gmail.com uh, or contact the show at footballslife.net. Um, you're listening to WECB, <laughs> the underground sound of Emerson College. World Cup starts this Sunday, 11 a.m. Uh, and we will be watching. And until then, everyone, football, football is live.